Mike's Daily Podcast. Did you feel that earthquake? Did you just feel that? That's what everybody's saying in the Bay Area right now. It's Mike. Mike's Daily Podcast. Did you feel that earthquake that happened just now? No, you didn't. Well, what? Are you even alive? Are you sitting on your butt because it would have moved a couple inches because of the whole ground shaking? And that involves your couch and any other movement you might be making. I guess it's Mike's Daily Podcast. FFF so 25. 34, 2534. What more can I say that Mike's you didn't know? Oh, I got a lot you didn't know. Podcast. It's all here on the show called yeah. Mike's Daily Podcast. Somewhere in Podcastro Valley, the last place on earth, Podcastro Valley, which apparently is immune to shaking, even though Union City had an earthquake about a 3.1. This morning, San Leandro had a 3.1. I didn't feel that either. So I don't know what, but yet somebody that I know who lives on the peninsula, they felt it rather particularly. So what could this mean? I don't know, but cafe, I don't know. Welcome to cafe anyway, where we have all the Christmas lights up, where we have the Santa in the corner, well, there's a guy named Santa who shows up every day at cafe anyway, and he sits in the corner. We tell him you can sit anywhere, but he just likes the corner. I don't know. He's collecting he's collecting cobwebs, I guess. I found it interesting today. I was watching a guy who likes to go to Disneyland all the time. He said he's looking forward to, was it Bob Iger coming back? Because apparently there's a lot of work and maintenance that's not been done at Disneyland. And people, and he showed this, when they go on the rides, they see cobwebs. And it's not Haunted Mansion cobwebs. It's like, no, they just haven't cleaned. And here's today's podcast picture. I don't know. Cafe, I don't know. Cafe anyway. We'll go with a picture from sometime... Not recently We might go back in time A couple years A flashback to a nice Christmas picture See it at Mike'sDailyPodcast.com All the podcast pictures So this has been An interesting year Hasn't it? We've had All the Inflation Fears And well We've had inflation We've had gas prices Shoot through the roof And then come back down Now they're pretty Kind of low Pretty low The late great Basil the Boxer he he would have noticed if housing prices were up he would have been upset and ripped up ripped up that stupid little thing that we get from all the real estate agents around here hey i'll buy your house for super cheap get you the best price i'll pay cash yeah no that's okay existing home sales fell in november for a record 10th consecutive month now, my mom passed away earlier this year, and I had to sell her house. I There was just no way. She had a reverse mortgage on it that was pretty high. I was not about to pay that off with my own money. And then there was, I just didn't want to have real estate in Florida. Call me dumb, but 
if I, <laughs> the beaches there are beautiful, but I don't need to have a house there to enjoy it because yeah, you got the beaches, but you got the hurricanes and the sinkholes and the alligators and the crazy neighbors. There, my mom had one, one actually a, a nice couple across the street that was really cool, and then the rest were just what is going on, what is happening here in Florida. So therefore, I'm not. I'm not a resident of Florida But it is nice to visit It's nice to check it out once in a while On a vacation And there are other nice places to visit And the reason to go there is now gone My mom is gone But I did try and sell her house I did sell it The first buyer fell through Due to insurance concerns and there was a, They just couldn't get a loan Because of the insurance So then A new Buyer came along They they bought it For much less than What I wanted But I'm like I gotta I gotta take care of this The Real estate agent was saying Hurricane season's coming We actually had about Four months Five months Of Wiggle room I could have waited Maybe that long But meanwhile Housing prices were dropping Like a Lead balloon as they used to say Which I've never seen a lead balloon But it sounds interesting Now if it was a lead balloon with a lot of helium in it Would it be not dropping as much? I don't know But that's an expression that people use A lead zeppelin It'd be dropping like a rock So I said I gotta sell this And it's a good thing I did Because then the hurricanes did show up Was that around October, November? And in November, for a record 10th consecutive month, this was from the National Association of Realtors, the housing market continues to be one of the worst hit sectors of the uneasy U.S. economy. There were 4.0 million existing homes sold last month. That's about a 7.7% drop from October. And... It fell short of what the sales economists were predicting. Apparently as a 35.4% decrease from a year ago. Wow. Existing home sales are down on an annual basis at their greatest pace since May of 2020. I didn't realize that Home prices were low in May of 2020 But the real estate market briefly went cold Early in the pandemic before exploding again Remember that? The worst mark for bad uh, housing numbers Home sales rather The last time was November 2010 that was really bad Remember that That was the great recession If you didn't remember that As we go outside a cafe anyway We're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast Somewhere in Podcastro Valley Anyway The last place on earth So The 30 year fixed mortgage rate Surpassed 7% for the first time In 21 years In November That might be Part of the reason why Another interesting thing Biden Apparently called Kamala Harris a work in progress And was annoyed with her husband complaining This according to a new book about the Biden presidency 
the president venting to friends that he was annoyed with her husband, Doug M. Hoff, complaining about the uh, vice president's official assignments. Hmm. Biden has reportedly been frustrated with Harris and called her work in progress. Politico, Politico published the, these quotes yesterday from an excerpt of the upcoming book, The Fight of His Life by Chris Whipple. The book provides an inside look at the Biden presidency's first years. He, apparently he was given extensive access to the Biden administration officials while writing the book. He, the uh, access to the administration gave him a view to squabbling between Biden and Harris after the VP's husband reportedly provoked frustration in the president for complaining about her policy assignments. Word got back to Biden that second gentleman, Douglas Emhoff, had been complaining about Harris's policy portfolio, which her allies felt was hurting her politically. And then Biden was annoyed. That's basically the story. It it absolutely irks me when you do that clickbait and you're trying to read these uh, interesting little stories, but they just basically repeat the same sentence over and over again because they want you to keep scrolling down and clicking past. You know, read more by clicking here, and then you read all you're getting is another sentence repeating. Ah, online stories, annoying. Speaking of annoying. Here's something that came from a conservative newsletter. Part of this, though, I can understand. Makes some sense to me. The Daily Wire said a TikTok ban on government devices is included in the latest version of the $1.7 trillion omnibus bill. The Tuesday draft follows the unanimous passage of the No TikTok on Government Devices Act. Yes, that is the name of the act in the Senate. It was introduced by Senator Josh Hawley. He is a Republican from Missouri. Misery. The concerns over TikTok have existed since at least 2020 as the Chinese-owned social media platform can reportedly be accessed by the nation's communist government, making the app a national security issue. That's from the Daily Wire. Plus, if you've ever been on TikTok, I have not, but I've watched people on it and they look like a mouse in a lab that is being forced to hit the button so he keeps getting the shot of dopamine into his brain just over and over and over again. It's ridiculous. The ban on TikTok on government devices had ended up in the omnibus. Um, Pelosi pushed for it as well. Wow. Interesting. There is an influx of national Texas National Guard troops arriving in El Paso to assist with border control. This happened, I think, on the overnight last night as the city prepared for an even larger influx of migrants once Title 42 ends. Asylum seekers are now forced to come face to face with troops if they want to pass into the U.S. New fencing at the banks of the Rio Grande River was also erected to stop migrants from crossing after thousands came across in the last week. Migrants crossing into the U.S. at El Paso are now faced with a standoff with National Guard troops, according to the Daily Mail. Hmm. And 
Stanford University reveals a list of banned books. Among them, oh, banned words, rather. Banned words. Among them is the word American. Yes, according to Fox News, Stanford University published an index of harmful language it plans to eliminate from the school's website and computer code, offering terms to be used as replacements. Among the words the university urges people to avoid in the imprecise language section is the term American. People are instead asked to use U.S. citizen because American typically refers to people from the United States only, thereby insinuating that the U.S. is the most important country in the Americas. What? Nicholas Christakis said what really is amazing about the situation at Stanford is that they willingly convened and funded a committee to do this and then promptly lacked courage to defend it by quickly withdrawing list from public availability. If you're making a list of prohibited words, defend it. Interesting. And then there's also one last story here that Canada, Canada's government granted a group of academics almost $164,000 for a research project called Decolonizing Light, Tracing and Countering Colonialism in Contemporary Physics. A search, $164,000 for that, a search of grant records confirmed. Disturbingly, the academics involved admit they have a zero interest in performing science or seeking truth, but are instead interested in spreading woke ideology. This according to the National Review. The purpose of our project is not to find new or better explanations of light. We are not seeking to improve scientific truth. Scholars involved in the project wrote in one of the few published works. Rather, our project initiatives are motivated by the marginalization of women, black people, and indigenous people, particularly in physics. Huh. It's a research project for that, but with physics. And there we go. Some censoring going on in this world. The world is changing around you. And those are interesting stories. National Review... I know they can be quite conservative at times, so this take that with a grain of salt, but Canada, maybe that's something that appeals to you about Canada and you're about to move, but we're not moving. We're still here in Castro Valley, despite the earthquakes, despite everything. Hey, the last podcast was called happenstance because that's an awesome word, but look who's here. Hi, Mark. It's Benita the Rodeo Queen. How y'all doing? It's a disgruntled field player tell you what. What? There's absolutely nothing shaking here today. It's quiet and calm and everybody happy. Well, there was an earthquake in Northern California yesterday. 70,000 people were without power. Now that was not a 3.1. I think that was a 6 point something. But it left uh, 11 people injured, 70,000 without power. It struck at 2.30 in the morning, was followed by more than three dozen aftershocks. 
So could be could be all of this is connected. Oh, it's definitely connected. And Zelensky was in Washington D.C. the Ukrainian president. He is there for a joint session of Congress this week. It's his first in-person visit to the U.S. since Russia invaded Ukraine in February. Okay, and look who else is here. Hello, man. Can I make the delicious root beer? Has to man ever. All right, thank you. You know, mm, it's eggnog flavored. Yeah, I like it. Drink it right now. Cut you ever. A little bit of nutmeg, a little bit of cinnamon, and. Other sorts of wintry type spices. How nice. Seasonal spices. Okay, let's go back in time, shall we? This segment is called Let's Go Back with Matthews. We're going to go back in time. Oh, my um, Christmas party at my company was yesterday. Absolutely wonderful time. Every year we play the exact same Christmas party games. Yes, every year. The same two. One of them is bingo. Yes, we, t- we play a type of modified bingo. And I won two games. We played, I think, four. I won two of the four. Maybe it was two of the five. But I won a little, my, the little prize was a coffee cup, which, like, I need another coffee cup. And a little bit of Ghirardelli chocolate, some local Ghirardelli chocolate from the Bay Area. And like some little cookies and stuff. Fantastic. Was so happy. I'm like, what a year I've had. This is nice. A nice way, a nice little bump at the end of the year. And then the other game we play is everybody brings a $10, at least a $10 present. I found out yesterday it's at least, a t- I thought it was, it had to be exactly $10. But apparently people, if they want to bring a more expensive present, they can. I did not know that. Found that out yesterday. And what we do is we, we all, they pull a bunch of presents from the, the, what everybody brought. Everybody gets one. And then we do the night before Christmas. But they throw in the word right and left in throughout the story. So every time... The person telling the story says left. You push the present to the left. And so every, but it's musical chairs. It's going around to the left. And then when he says to the right, he goes to the right on and on. And that is an annoying, (laughs) it's an annoying game. And everybody ends up with a prize. Now, last year I ended up with a case of ginger beer. So that was cool. This year I got some lotto tickets. I don't know if they're going to pay out or what but I guess we'll find out I will let you know if they do but we do the same thing every year and the food's delicious it's a wonderful place to go it just we just are in a rut (laughs) and what always happens every year we get so busy and within the last two weeks we we just suddenly plan this thing and put it all together in a, and I, I know there are people that put it together this year that were forced to last minute and they will not do it next year. They're done. They did it. They, I was, uh, the gun was to my head. I had to do it. And everybody always says, Oh, next year we should plan a little bit earlier. So we're not caught off guard, but that never happens. So I'm eating my food 
and I'm enjoying my food. It's really good. And I look up and I see two people across the table from me. We're all sitting at this long table. Two people sitting across from me that are just staring at me. And I, I cannot, I cannot eat when I'm being leered at, when I'm being watched, when I'm being inspected. That makes me very nervous. I, not so much nervous as it just takes my mind off of eating. And I don't understand why people do that. Aren't they more fast? I, I don't know. Maybe they just didn't like their food. They were bored. They just thought, I hey, will watch Mike eat. He's an interesting looking fella. He's always fascinating. We love his podcast so much. She's bound to do something interesting because his podcast is so interesting. But nope. I think, I think people need to just realize when they're staring at other people. That's called, that's called making people feel a little creeped out. So that's what I noticed at the Christmas party. Hey, it's time now to go back in time. This is the time where we go back in time. And this is called Let's Go Back with Matthews. We're going to go back uh, 20 years. How about that? And this is something I recently found. So I'll play this for you. Here we go. Let's go back. We've got it all. The KA Cafe question. What's your idea for a reality show? 650-KHAY. Let's get this party started. What's your idea Hi, for a reality show? Matt Michaels. And, oh, I've sucked another person into the KA Santa Fe Cafe. What song? The one. By Gary Allen? Yeah. You big Gary Allen fan? Yep. You've seen him in concert? Once. You like his voice? It's all right. Do you want to be Gary Allen? Nope. Do you want to meet Gary Allen and say, Gary, your voice is, eh, it's just all right. <laughs> do you want to do that? We can we can do that. We'll make a field trip. Six, five, oh. K-H-A-Y. That was the best interview I've ever heard with a listener calling in to make a request. I'm just groundbreaking. 100.7 K-H-A-Y with Faith Hill. And it's Matt Michaels. I'm at the K-H-A Santa Fe Cafe. Oh, hey. Oh, Lena. Hey. The... Matthew, darling, you are singing a crazy song, but oh, marvelous. Ah. I have out here on the dance floor, Jenna and Jeremy, they are dancing like crazy one arts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they are dancing marvelous. I want to tell the both of you, you are dancing much better than Matt has ever danced. You know. Nothing like he can't dance very well and so forth. The cafe question, what's your idea for a reality TV show? I think we have a dancing show where we see Matt fall down. That would be very funny. Okay. The Morris. I didn't actually fall that time. That I was just... me. Ouch. That hurt. Jenna, do you like to dance? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love to dance. What kind of lips do you like? Hmm. Kind of like medium-sized lips. Uh, let me ask this other caller. What kind of lips do you like? I like, like, shapely, luscious lips, but not when they're too big. Mm. Oh, wow. Martina McBride! She was the prom queen. He was a quarterback of the football team, and it all looks so. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was Jeremy, who later became a bartender in Las Vegas. I wish him all the best. He unfortunately worked, I think, across the street or just down from where that awful shooting happened. Happened was about uh, three years ago. 
and actually helped a lot of people. Um, he, w- he was basically a hero that day, helping out people that got away from that uh, terrible shooting in, it was a country concert, a Jason Aldean concert in Vegas. And Jeremy loved country music and he worked for us and he would sometimes <laughs> sit in, sit in, sit, sit in on our craziness at the Santa Fe Cafe and we'd have all these callers. Some of them were regulars that would call in. Awesome fun times there. And Fernando Tony Lamas stopped by in that little section. And we heard a little Martine McBride, her little talking part before the song When God Fearing Women Get the Blues, one of my favorite songs by her. Last night, I watched the Dolly Parton uh, Christmas special that she has on NBC and their streaming service called Peacock. And she... It's so corny and funny and goofy, but she is amazing. She's in her late 70s now. Willie Nelson shows up. He's in his almost in his 90s. And then a couple other celebrities stopped by, but it was cute. And she she wrote like all the songs. There wasn't any traditional stuff. It was all her stuff. And she's still a great songwriter at 77, I think she is now. So... If you watch it, it it gets you in the Christmas spirit. It's fun. So speaking of music, and by the way, I did go by the name Matt Michaels back then when I was on K. Hey, so I flipped my name around and that little bit of uh, history lasted for 11 years. I was Matt Michaels, but now we are doing the segment, the Mike Matthews new tunes feud. We're going to play two songs. You tell me which one you like better. This is called Walking on Thin Ice. Apparently, this is a cover of a Yoko Ono song, but this is by someone named Maraschino. I guess that's like... Maraschino, they're with Walking on Thin Ice. And I have had a maraschino cherry i believe it's piper durabo oh that it's a project by piper durabo and it shares uh let's see a cover of that yoko ono synth pop classic from 1981 okay and maraschino is up against this song by the cleaners the cleaners and let's see if i can play mm. nope that didn't work so never mind that i think that was not even a song that was more of a movie that they were promoting but this is a different artist named paul spring and this is a song by paul spring called thunderhead here we go the only place to stand is in the path of the thunderhead All right, so which one do you like better? Maraschino or Paul Spring? Paul Spring or Maraschino? Call me at 336-MM-DAILY. 3 plus 3 equals 6. MM is the Mike Matthews daily as in what this podcast is. It's what people send me. So we, we find out which one people like better when they email me, Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. Call now. 336 336- M.M. Daily. 
And with more ways to reach me, it is A-Frame. I am hoping to do another one before Christmas Eve. I think we'll be able to do it. We'll see. But if not, I hope you enjoy your Christmas if I don't tell you that uh, beforehand. And we're not going to do the Yuletide personalized MP3 for thee this year. Sorry. Yuletide personalized MP3 for thee contest. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.